Hey Jay. Hey Will. Leave that Sydney shit at the door. <laughs> Welcome to the Sydney Gaze, a limited <laughs> series, a limited series where myself, Joe Batanz, and Laurie Roggenkamp analyze to death the Sydney Gaze podcast. Literally. Uh, literally to death. Uh, you will wish you were dead. Yeah. You know, Lori and I were just talking about how... Um, no, we weren't. We don't talk. No. I just make, make Lori cry. Um, we were just chatting. I, I think this might be... Uh, this might I'm worried be, that's going to become a thing. I'm worried that people are now going to be like, oh, Lori's crying again. Here comes crying Lori. Uh, did I, did I, I told you that my family has a joke. A running joke that I cry whenever we play family game night. Is that and true? So, yeah. Oh. I don't cry. I just, I think I told you, I get angry. When I get angry, I cry. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people in my family like to not obey the rules of games. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, fine. Then why don't we, why are we even playing the game? Yeah. So. You know, Mike Lawson, my host, my co-host on Catching Up in Shady Pines, he used to have a podcast called <sighs> The Game Night Guys. Uh-huh. And they would play different board games. They would play a different board game every week. Ooh. I wonder if they ever did Monopoly. I can't see the... I wonder if they... Because I, I feel like very quickly they jumped to, like, more bizarre board games. What's funny is there are a bunch of board games now that are worth looking at, like, that are very popular. I know like, there's one called Secret Hitler. There's one called... My brother Co- loves that one. Yeah, there's one called Code Names. Uh, I would also like to just do a Monopoly. You know what the thing was with this game night, guys? And it wasn't Mike Lawson's fault. It was his co-host, and Mike Lawson gets really mad when I talk about his co-host. Uh-oh. He would, he just got really, he, he'd love to talk about the rules of the games. And so, like, the whole time you're just like, oh, God, I'm talking about the rules. And they would read the entire rules of the game, and it was just like, ugh. I kind of want to reboot that show. I wonder if Mike, do you think Mike Lawson would do a show with me where we play a board game? Every week, Lori? Sure. But that would have to be a video podcast, don't you think? Yeah. I mean, it could be on uh, uh, Discord, because Crowdcast isn't working. So. No, I'd want it to be on YouTube. Have it be on YouTube, then. Yeah, but the problem is, it has to be people local, and we have to film it. Oh, my God. The problem is, we have quarantine... You know, coronavirus, and we need to find two other people who live locally that we want to. Well, Jay Ellis could be part of it because Jay Ellis loves that kind of stuff. <coughs> yeah. To so me, you, Jay Ellis, maybe his boyfriend, but his boyfriend wouldn't talk. Yeah. And we, and well, we, in that case, we could get Star on too. She wouldn't talk. Yeah. Well, yeah, we could have Star on. And then um, I would just hire some uh, teenager who doesn't talk. Mm-hmm. I think you're dating a teenager who doesn't talk, right? He is not a teenager. He is in oh. his 20s. How far into his 20s? 20. Okay. But, I mean, he's still in his 20s. Tw- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's still in his 20s. Uh, can you say you're in your 20s? Can you say that? I think you have to be 21 <laughs> to say you're in your 20s. No, it has the 20s. number 20 in front of it. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, anyway, so, uh, let's get into the Sydney games because we're wasting time. Uh, uh-huh. 
Anyway, this might be the last episode of the Sydney Gates for this year. Okay. Because I want to keep it special. I actually only really originally wanted to do four, and I think this is episode five. For some reason, I have, uh, I don't know. I have to look. It, I don't know yet. Let's pretend it's the last episode. There is a chance for some reason. I remember looking at the schedule thinking, oh, Sydney Gaze might have to go to the middle of September, but I don't remember why. So I'd have to look at that schedule again. I have to make the schedule for September. Okay, Laura, you ready for this? So the, when we last left off, uh, the the pastor, I don't remember his name. Mm-hmm. had recently um uh, he had just told a story a good story actually about how he had gotten a Britney Spears toxic I mean a Britney Spears album from his friend a girlfriend but when he downloaded it he said it was called Good Charlotte because he was in the closet yeah. he had also um told the coming out story to his church which was mostly not about it he kind of glossed over the coming out process to his church I'm I'm saying this because I was trying trying to find where we left off. Yeah, I already noticed he said some obnoxious things, and he so, met his uh, his then boyfriend, or I don't know if it's his current boyfriend, but a boyfriend at a nude beach. Yeah, right? met a boyfriend at a nude beach. They talked for forty five minutes, and they made out. And that's how he knew he was gay. But then I listened to the rest, and he's all like, and then he talked a lot about coming out to his family, and he even says he was surprised his parents were so cool with it because of their Christian faith. Uh, this, I'm come I'm. Harping on that for a reason, okay? Which I would like to point out, Mm because last episode, you and I got into a little bit of a disagreement because you insist that that other churches don't kick people out. That you you can't be kicked out of the Catholic Church. It's funny that you say that. I was listening to... No, that's not what I said. What I said was, you said all churches are cults. Yes. And then I said, well, no, because... you're You're making me get out of the recliner... To, to fight with you. But I was like saying, because then you said like you can be excommunicated from the Catholic Church. Ex-commun- formal excommunication from the Catholic Church is very rare, actually. Very, very rare. So, All right. Well, you can be kicked out of the – you can be ostracized from the Catholic Church. Yeah, but again, Lori, I'm a Roman Catholic. All right. You know, I don't like playing semantics with the guy who thinks that his 20-year-old boyfriend is in his 20s. So That's, I'm just telling just you a little fact is. But uh, let me see. Definition of cults. Uh, Leader is alive. That's the definition of a cult. Okay. Check. What defines a cult? Now, this is according to dictionary.com. Well, let's go to Wikipedia because I have sources. Okay. Uh, In the English-speaking world, the cult often carries derogatory connotation. In this sense, it has been considered a subjective term used as an ad hominem attack against groups with differing doctrines or practices. As such, religion scholar Megan Goodwin defined the term cult when used by the layperson, often being for shorthand for a religion I don't like. Very good point. Uh, I have to read through this. We'll have to come back to this. But, like... We'll uh, circle back. Well, you know we'll what? Let's back. do a secondary. Let's do a, a, a exclusive episode only of me trying to to explain my religious beliefs and you arguing against me. Okay, it'll be like uh, it'll be like you talking to a five year old about why they they think why they think vanilla ice cream is really stupid, mm-hmm. or talking to a twenty year old about what parquet is. Okay, so um, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> 
Oh, All no, right. I left my so, keyboard over there. So that's where we were. So, yeah, that's where we were. Because now, and then I think, if I, if I remember correctly, we cut off when Will was about to uh, transition to um, a conversation back to, going to circle back to religion. Okay, circling back yes. to religion. All right, here we go. Back in the recliner. A quote here that I read in 2018 that I'd love your opinion on. It's by Pope. Wait, did he read the opinion back in 2018, the quote? There's a quote, just a nondescript quote. Here's a quote I like to read back to you from 2018. I think what's your opinion? I feel we're circling. I think I feel we're kind of going back. I feel we kind of covered this, but let's recover it. Francis, and he said, "Pope Francis, God made you like that and loves you like this, and I don't care. The Pope loves you like this. You have to be happy with who you are." So I have a few things to say. Okay, go ahead. I think we ended with this because I think you said that this is going to start where Will asks, "Who's Jesus?" or (laughs) something. Who's Jesus? The Pope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's the deal, and like I've seen it before many times, I was raised Roman Catholic. I'm not a practicing mm-hmm. Roman Catholic, um, but you know, uh, even I'll, I'll use a different example, like uh, Mike Lawson, myself, Adam Vaught, my old friend Jonathan, you, Lori, uh, myself. We were all raised in Orange County. Yes. Okay. And Orange County is a very conservative county. Like just today, I was in Orange County. I saw Trump flags everywhere. Right. Yeah. So when you're a liberal that comes from Orange County, even though you've seen the light, you change to some sort of progressivism. Um, there is something that still sort of like sticks to you. Does that make sense? Like you, you still yes. it's like working at a fish restaurant. When you get home, you still smell like fish. You know. Yeah. So I'm not conservative in any way, but I think there are some you know beliefs that have been ingrained in me. Because I just grew up in Orange County that uh, might curb my complete, utter leftist tendencies, all right? Yes. And uh, what I'm going to say here is, there, even though I'm not a practicing Roman Catholic, um, I did study the religion in high school. That's one thing we did. Uh, I will say I have a lot of shit to say about my high school. I went to an all-boys Catholic high school mm-hmm. in Anaheim, California called Servi. Ever heard of it, Lori? Yes, I have. It's actually right by where you go get your shots. Yes. And um, the one thing I will say about them that was really good was, and this is coming from someone who's not a practicing Catholic, they kicked ass at teaching religion. They didn't teach it from a, well, obviously they're Catholic, but not from a like, Catholics have done no wrong. Everything's great. Everything's rosy. It wasn't like a, like a propaganda type thing. We actually, I mean, there was a year of church history where you learned about all the fucking shitty things that the Catholic Church has done. Much like the way that the German kids now learn about all the shitty things the Nazis done, you know? Yeah. And there's a class, there's a several years of just actual uh, religious teaching, you know? And, uh, like, I'll pop one little bubble. You know, it's one that annoys me, right? Is the whole Pope is infallible. The, inf- the, the doctrine of infallibility. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, myth, right? Some of the people who yeah. aren't Catholic, or actually a lot of Catholics think this too, which is they think anytime the Pope says anything, he's infallible. That's what the Catholics believe. It's not true. What the, the, the doctrine of infallibility teaches is that when speaking on doctrine, okay, and the Pope is speaking on behalf of like the College of Cardinals, 
about a very specific piece of doctrine that is integral to like the Catholic belief system, then he's infallible. But it doesn't mean like infallible, like he can't be wrong. It's almost like the equivalent of, first of all, let me just say it's only been used. It's actually only been invoked like three times or something in the history of the Catholic church. It's something really small. But the, uh, the other thing too is it's almost the equivalent now of think about it in terms of our American system like mm-hmm. the constitution, right? So like, let's say for instance, we made a constitutional amendment. You know, all the drama it takes to make a constitutional amendment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if we made a, the, the, you know, the, uh, well, I don't know what the last amendment is, but if we made a new constitutional amendment that said that Lori is not allowed to cry, right? If that be, for somehow reason became all blo- crying by anyone named Lori, with a constitution, it, if it's baked into the constitution, it can't be uh, denied. Even by the, the Supreme Court has to interpret that when making decisions, unless you have another constitutional amendment that changes it. It's the same thing here. It's just the wording is different. I'm sure there's some sort of translation thing because of the Latin into the English. But that, that's another big myth. They think that it, Catholics believe that the Pope says uh, it's going to rain today. That he's infallible. It's not how it works. Anyway. Um, so, you know, we were taught a lot of things, and I already know where this guy is going, just from poking ahead, and there's something with evangelicals, I don't know why it is, that they love to fucking attack Catholics. Now, by the way, Catholics love to attack evangelicals. I don't know why they love to attack each other. So there's going to be, so, you know, I already know what's coming, because I've heard this before. Will, you're going to hear right now, Will's going to ask a question, and you can, you can tell makes this guy's the hair on the back of his neck stand up, right? He's going to start. It's going to be. It's, it's going to. He's going to get into it. Here we go. A about okay. the Pope. Um. Oh, yeah. Okay. Here we go. He's going to have some things to say about the Pope. Here it comes. The Pope is the leader of the Catholic Church, which is a little bit different to the church that I grew up in. But basically, I think the Pope is just a man. The yeah. Pope is just a guy. Is he not the head of all? In my head, he's like the 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 highest you can be. I mean. I like that the Will thinks the Pope In is head of all head. churches. <laughs> He's like, is he not just the boss of all churches? Oh my god. I'm sure he thinks that. Yeah, I'm sure he thinks he's that. Like, Which makes this, drives this guy crazy. It drives this guy crazy, whatever his name yeah. is. You know? Well, can, yeah. can someone write in his name? Isn't it Ryan? I feel it's Ryan. All right. Probably. Yeah. He seems like a Ryan. Yeah. If his name's not Ryan, we're calling him Ryan. All right. Here we go. Yeah. Look, he is a big deal in the Catholic Church. Uh And by the way, you're right. He's just a man. I, you know, as as you know, as a non-practicing Catholic, I definitely agree. He's only a man. But I don't think, especially especially this Pope in particular, this particular Pope wouldn't deny that either. All right. Here we go. At the end of the day, what he says is really no more important in terms of belief and faith than what anybody else thinks. So, well, I disagree with that. Yeah, I think I think you're trying to um, distance yourself, um, you know, taking blame for some of the stupid shit that popes have said in the past. Mm-hmm. So, well, no, also, but the, like, look, here's the deal, and I'm not saying this is just only for Catholic Church. The head of the Jewish Church, the head of the the uh, the certain denominations. A lot of evangelicals are non-denominational. That means they don't really. The head would just be that pastor. They don't. They don't. 
not you see sometimes people think non-denominational means that they that you know that they're not um that all christians are welcome or that at all points of view are welcome that's not really what it means it just means that they they're not a franchise essentially it's like the difference between like a mom and pop restaurant and like mcdonald's like the catholic church is mcdonald's and you franchise a mcdonald's but there's a head mcdonald's church i mean restaurant yeah uh, but if you have, you know, like Brea's Best, which is if somebody owns a, a burger place, that's an, essentially what a non-denominational church, that they, they're their own church, you know, and often are more strict, you know, but the, uh, but they don't, they don't pay, a, a, uh, they don't pay to anybody. There's no head of that church except the pastor of that church. But what I'm going to say though is if you take the major religion, I don't know what the name of the head rabbi is of all Jews. I don't know what the head, uh, you know, Greek Orthodox guy is. I don't know. I don't know. The, the, you know, also the, the head of the Church of England, you know, all those people simply by the very fact that's what they do for a living. I'm going to say, there's more weight to carried on what they say on religion than what I, Joe Batant, says. Does that make sense? Yeah. Now, I, if you argue, studied it more. Yeah. If now, if you argued what the Pope says is no different from what the head of the Church of England or the head of, uh, rabbi says, okay, I buy that because they're on the same level. But he's saying is no. He doesn't know any more than a, a random person. I don't know if I can necessarily agree with that. But just the same way, like, I, I don't think I know the same as Gordon Ramsay, and I agree Gordon Ramsay's a man. Do yeah, you agree? Yeah. All right, here yeah. we go. I think the fact that the Pope is saying positive things about gay people, I, I think that's really good in terms yeah. of changing perception and opening a lot of people's minds who may have very traditional views. But also – about time that the Catholic Church and the church in general sort yes. of gets on board with gay yeah. people. Fuck yes. So I think that, you know, like, I'm good on him, but yeah. also, like, let's, this got a bit more to do. So. Yeah. Okay. This is where I want to stop again. Great. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for giving your blessing, Ryan. But this is a guy who just told us how he had to worry about coming out to his own church. Yeah, it does seem a little, I don't know. He, I mean, he still hasn't answered the whole thing about how, how he deals with the dichotomy of being a priest and also being a, a gay man. He didn't, he said that it was like a, a don't ask, don't tell sort of yeah. situation. Yeah. So, so it's like, okay, well, then you can't, you don't really, you can't really argue about, you know. Like, in other words, you can't come from your, church in other words if you said christianity in general has a lot to do with uh accepting gay people yeah you're right but to be like i had to keep it don't ask don't team in my church because you know they're not really accepted and i was really worried how they're gonna really accept it you know and he, he even says he was worried about how his parents would take it because of the christian faith and he's like well finally the pope you know finally the pope says nice things about gay people and by the way, let's think about the evangelicals here in the United States and what they're saying about gay people. Oh, yeah. Don't get me started on Yeah. All right. Here we go. Yeah. Can I ask, though, and this might sound a little oh, bit... Here it comes. I, I think this might... I hope this is it. Anytime you say, can I ask them, and this might sound a little... All right. Here we go. Yeah. I'm, I don't know what... I really don't know what he's going to say, but I'm excited. But naive, but I'm not 100% sure the difference between being Catholic and being Christian is... Like... <laughs> All right. Well, first of all, you're both. Okay. 
But I'm very interested to hear what Ryan says. What do you now, Lori? I, th- I feel like you're I'm biting. I'm not 100 sure the difference between yeah. being white and being Caucasian. Yeah, I, I'm, not I'm not 100 percent sure the difference between being a man and a human being. Yeah. And you're like, mm, okay, all right, uh, all right. But but Lori, I feel you're biting your tongue because of your hatred of religion. Um. No, I think you're really hitting on it. I I just like I said before. I I just feel like. I get tired of people commending this Pope for saying things that are mm-hmm. common sense things, you know, like I kind of agree with him. I think that, you know, yeah. Okay. I guess it's good that he's saying that because it'll force some people who are Catholic. And I know some people are Catholic or are very, um, you know, old, have old ways, old way views. And if the Pope says this and it helps them change their perspective a little bit, great, but it's, you know, I think it, it's just one of those things where when you're somebody in, when you're uh, LGBT or when you're somebody in a um, position where you're sort of waiting for people to realize that you're acceptable, mm-hmm. um, it gets frustrating because when, when it starts to happen, you go, oh, you have a mix of like, oh, good, this is good, I'm glad. And also, well, why didn't this happen fucking 10 years ago? You well, know, like, y- yeah. why is this still a thing? <laughs> So well, again, what I would say is one, I wouldn't necessarily blame the Pope. He's he's just answering questions, and people make a big deal out of shit that he says, right? Uh, but two, a lot of Catholics do not like this Pope. He's very popular, but also very. I feel he's very polarizing. So I think very. Yeah. I think there are very few people who are very meh about this Pope. I think it's either like you love him to death, or you literally hate him, right? And I feel a lot of the conservative Catholics hate this Pope. Okay. Yeah, because they they don't want to. He's basically he's saying things like the Bible says to you know wash the feet of a homeless man or yeah. you know, or, which by the way I I that's the thing I hate the most. I I wouldn't I will never wash the feet of anybody at yeah. any at any point in time ever in well, my life. That's I don't thing. care if it would end hunger. I'm that's the thing too. Is this Pope is also a person who said it's better to build bridges and build walls in reference to Donald Trump. He's not been shy about criticizing the policies of the Trump administration. And uh, I actually think this Pope's pretty rad, you know? But but you have to understand something, too. He's the head of a church that it just takes for any huge organization. You have to remember something. There are more... The Catholic Church is bigger than the United States, okay? Like, there are more there are more Catholics than there are Americans, you know? And, and, and it, it's, it's steeped in tradition and whatnot. And that's, there's a problem with that. But the problem is it's very difficult to turn that ship, to right that ship. It's going to take generations. It doesn't happen overnight. Um, well, and also I will just say that, I, look, I'm not saying that the Pope has, has exact knowledge of this, yeah. but I feel like I still, you're still seeing articles of p- priests molesting children. Yeah. It's still happening. And so I think... Um, I think the Pope could potentially come out and say something, but the Pope hasn't. Uh, and so, you know, you realize that this is in, in with everything, it's all political. You know, the Pope is just reading the room essentially and uh, commenting on things that are, um, that he feels are, he's comfortable with commenting on, but other things he's just, he's keeping out. He's not doing. So I think that, that's bullshit, in my opinion. But again, I think re- religion in general is bullshit. So. All right, here yeah. we go. Like for me, I'm obviously I was baptized as 
I don't even know what I was baptized as, but I was baptized as something. You, you, he didn't know what baptism was. Oh, my How do you know God. what you baptized as? Yeah. Oh, I speak to you as the Cindy guy. Yay. They told me to leave that shit at the door. Yeah, it was baptized in the in the bathtub over there at the Universal. Oh, oh my bang. God. Wouldn't it be and hilarious if like, he was baptized at Disney World or something? And his yeah, it was a baptism in Disney World and it was a lot of fun. All right, here we go. Baptized as Catholic. No, yeah. I wasn't. Like, is Protest is Methodist or Protestant Methodist? Yeah. Okay. Oh my god. You can tell Ryan is like, oh god, this idiot. Okay, here we go. Why? Why? What? What's he going? This, see, this must be what it's like listening to me try to get to a point. Where's he going with this? Yeah. Here we go. Well, here, Ryan. Ryan just did the lip smack of you're a fucking idiot. All right. Here we go. Okay. Can you break it down for me? What the difference between Catholic, uh, Protestant, Ryan? Okay. So. Okay. Now, I'm not hopeful for this. Here's why. Oh. The reason I'm not hopeful, this is a guy who said, he kind of did a, a, a little dig at the Catholic Church earlier when he said that rather than just candles and and, uh, and, and, and hymnals, we have rock and roll and ripped jeans, you know? So I feel this is going to be a little pitch for his um, Hillsong Church or whatever he belongs well, to. Well, evangelicals, especially, mm. yeah, evangelicals have this weird, like, superiority thing. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was in high school, I, you know, I, like I, I'm a, a very lapsed Catholic, yeah. is what my mom likes to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I, I don't think I've been to church in the last 10 years or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, cause I, I've gone to Catholic weddings and they have mass and mm-hmm. stuff. So, um, but I remember in high school, I had to go to church for some stupid thing. And, uh, the, this one girl in class got all up in my face and she's like, why uh, wh- why do you guys have to have a priest talk to God? Why can't you just talk to God? And I was just like, I don't fucking know. Like, well, that's also like, not true. That's also not true. What? No one ever says it. There's no Catholic doctrine that says you can't talk to God. No, I, I, but I was just like, why, why are you coming at me, bro? Like, what, what? So they have this attitude of like, we have our own lifeline to Jesus. Yeah. It's like, oh, great. You have, yeah, they have, they have, talk- yeah. You talk to somebody who's not really there. They have Good a monopoly you. on truth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Remember, if you're listening at home, uh, Jerry Falwell Jr. and Liberty University and stuff like that are <laughs> very, like, that's very evangelical, you know, Christian church. At least the United States. Well, I don't know what it's like in Australia. Well, one of the one of the ways that, I don't know if you know, the new teaching that they're doing is one of the ways that you get closer to Jesus is that you have uh, a pool boy fuck you your wife while you watch well so. you know but you know and, and i talked about this in some other show if that's your kink great you know yes. also like you know what's so funny is in the instagram picture that he took that that's what the thing that launched it all is and he posted his his pants are undone and he's holding an alcoholic drink and it's the alcoholic drink i think that it that's the thing that pissed him off really the most is because like i said if you look at that picture, you can tell they're fucking joking. They're being funny. Yeah. They're not, it's not a sexual, they're listening, they're laughing, and their guts hanging out. It's the with, most milk toast yeah. picture ever. But he's holding alcohol, which is forbidden at Liberty University. Kids can be expelled for drinking alcohol. So I think it is the, that, that contradiction. You know, I think that's, I think, I think he could have probably just, explained it away as a dumb joke if he didn't hold he wasn't holding the alcohol in his hand you know yeah and then that just launched everything all right here we go uh 
sit down, class is in session. <laughs> oh, that's right. He's going to explain the differences. Oh, God. Here we go. <sighs> I'll take you through a few things. So speaking of class, uh-huh. if you were in primary school and you did scripture, yeah. there was usually two groups. So there would be a Catholic class yeah. and there would be a Protestant class. Okay. So imagine an umbrella Christianity is the umbrella. Okay. And then the little prong, so you've got Catholicism, you've got Baptist, you've got Anglican, uh-huh. and they're all sort of different sects. But Okay, he's not wrong. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Generally, they're divided between Catholic and Protestant. And your one, the Linda Evangelista one? <laughs> so Evangel- I, I think you're saying evangelical, which evangelical. Is, is like a describing word of uh, like a more contemporary Anglican. He's putting his spin on it, a more contemporary. Yeah. yeah. I, lo- I love that he called it Linda Evangelista. That is very That's funny, great. actually. Glickin Church. Okay, cool. Which is, is what I was part of. Thank you for summarizing that for <laughs> us. I mean, you said it beautifully, but I'm still lost. But Look, it's not your... It's really not uh, hard. Isn't that weird? Jay is still lost. It's not even hard. I, I would love it. Well, he, you know, he doesn't work in church. He works in property. Yeah. So he, he can't follow... All right, happening. Jay, just imagine these. All right? You like to work out... Okay, now imagine the umbrella of working out, and then there are people who work out with uh, dumbbells, there are people who work out with kettlebells, there are people who work out, you know, they do uh, yoga, there are people who do uh, Pilates, right? You actually hit on a pretty genius metaphor for him. Yeah. Is that, that that is actually a really good metaphor, is that exercise is the umbrella, and then the workout you like <laughs> yeah. to do is... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually when, really And good. the best way to, you know, break it down there, Jay, is the, the, the simple way of doing it is you got your cardio and then you got your anaerobic, you know? And so I'm the anaerobic, which is a more, you know, <laughs> a more contemporary spin. And the cardio is for losers. All right, here we go. Fault. To be honest, there are plenty <laughs> of people that attend these churches that are still just as confused. He's not wrong there either. So tell me what it was like when you had accepted your sexuality, you'd come out, and then you started living this new life in Sydney, and what was that like? Okay, so it sounds like we're just leaving the the, uh, religion stuff. The religion thing. Okay. All right, okay, that's fair enough. I think we're getting enough there. All right, here we go. But where's the part where he says, who's Jesus? I don't don't know. Here we go. So when I came out, I uh, told my family... I told some close friends who were all Christian friends at the time because yeah. that's really all I knew. I just knew straight Christian friends, mm-hmm. and most of them I'm still in contact with. And Are who, they hot? Who? Yeah, I mean, maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, you know, who love me, and and they've been really amazing. Um, anyway, and so you know, I I told some close Christian friends. I told my family. I told my church community, and then I moved out of the area and I moved to the city, and to I to the bubble to the bubble. The bubble. Okay, now we're kind of excited to hear what happens here. Okay. Well, basically, I moved out of the suburbs, which is where I grew up. I was really lucky. I got to know a lot of people very quickly. I joined a gay gym. I. Do you think that's a metaphor or a euphemism for he fucked, fucked a lot of guys? Yes, I think that is. Yeah. I think I think the gay gym is just all showers. Yeah. Just a shower. just one long spa. Yeah. Uh, oh man, that's so funny. Uh, how he's like, sort of like, ugh, this is like listening to me talk. That's how I I've been feeling this whole time. Is like I'm just like, what are you saying? Mm-hmm. What's your point? Yeah. Yeah. How much time have we done here? 
Oh, we still have time. Oh, good. I wonder if we'll finish this whole thing. Do you think we'll finish this whole thing, Laurie? Wait. Well, hopefully. Yeah. You know, I, I've been thinking about it. And uh, I would say, uh, don't ask, don't tell. Don't <laughs> just have to wait and see. Here we go. I basically just put myself out there. I started, you know, just chatting to people I knew who were at the gym. I started going to parties. I I was- Hi, I'm Christian. Hey. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Hey, hey. I'm Christian. You want to go fuck in the shares? Wait, hold on for a second. Hold on. I'm sorry that, you know, usually I'm pretty quick on my feet with these things, but since I have to sit in a recliner, because this office chair I have, do, Laura, you want an office chair? Because this office chair I have is doing a number on my back. I need to get, but the problem is, you know, while I walk over to this desk, the problem that I have is the office chairs that I probably really do need are $1,200. Yeah. And it's like, no. I'm gonna get twelve. They're ridiculously expensive. I was looking at one that's like custom made, mm-hmm. and it was like twenty three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh really? No way. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah. But but they like take your measurements and like they custom like it's like almost like a shoe. You know those like mm-hmm. shoe insoles. So yeah. All right, here we go. You ready for the gay gym? Yeah. Lori. I mean, I, I call everybody Lori. Hey, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Wait, sorry, I got distracted by Luke Stamen's weird, damaged rant in the chat room. So I, 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 I put it away. All right, here we go. Okay, so let's let's pick up the scene again. Uh, and so you're working at the gym. Are you are you Ryan or are you not? You decide. Okay, I'll be Ryan. I'll be Ryan. All right, here we go. Okay. Hey, I mean. At the gay gym here, and then I'm Christian, and I'm from the suburbs. Oh, alright, John. Yeah, no speaking Christian. My name's Lou. Welcome to the gay gym. Thank you, man. So, listen, gay and also Christian. I'm sorry, man. I can't hear the music. It's fucking loud. I don't know what the music is. Yeah, what I was saying. I wanted to know if you wanted to come to a cool pizza party. We're gonna do a bunch of friends and stuff like that, and, and maybe then afterwards you can fuck me in the butt. Oh, oh, uh, sorry wow, about that. It got real quiet. Yeah, it got real quiet the all of a sudden. I, I didn't know what happened. I was, what I was saying was, uh, oh, there it is. I was saying that if you wanted to, you know, you could uh, come over and we have some pizza, talk about Jesus, and then you know you could lick my asshole. Oh, okay. All right. I, I don't know what uh, actually, happened there. I don't know, know why the music always goes lower there. So what do you say? Oh, uh, yeah. You know, my tradition actually uh, having sex with a guy who explains to me the difference between Catholic and Christians. 
Why does the music keep going down whenever I get to one of those parts? I'm kind of taking advantage of how loud the music is. and wax and lick them later. <laughs> That's weird. How does she know what we're going to say right in the middle of the song? Is it so weird? I don't know. She just, she just knows. She's really good at this. Ah, she's going back to music. Yeah, she's, well, I guess she knows what we're not going to talk about it. Well, I was thinking that you could then just take it and fuck me with a crucifix up the ass. Mate, you're never going to get her. I'm just going to say, let's just have a conversation. All right. You know, let's, let's you're never going to get her. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try that. So, like, anyway, what I was saying is that um, I think you need to uh, kneel before the Lord and ask for mercy. But then maybe afterwards you can kneel before me and suck my cock. Oh, how does she know this? I would love to suck your cock, mate. I would love to do that. <laughs> yeah. You know? I, uh... <laughs> okay. I don't really want to go to a, a group of evangelistas, but I'd love to suck your cock. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait. I got to go back to this. This thing. Oh, the keyboard's over there. Ugh, such a mess. Me and my back. Laura, uh, Humble Pie asks, Lori, in that scenario, are they licking off the wax? No, they're just licking. The... Have you ever ha- put, like, your pinky in wax and then licked it? Wait, it's a wait, weird wait. sensation. Wait, stop. <laughs> Wait, I, I I want the record to show. I have never stuck my pinky in wax and then licked it. What? It's, where? It's a weird sensation. Where is this happening? It's like you just. It's like there's a candle at a restaurant and it's melted and you stick the you put the wax and you put it on your pinky and then you mm-hmm. lick it. You okay? Wait, okay, wait. I I, I can follow everything that you're saying. Okay. Yeah. So you're saying that when you go to a, like a, like a, like a cheapy Mexican restaurant, they have those candles and those red like uh, shelled glass things, which I want yeah. some of those now that you say that. But you're saying so then, and there's and it's a wax candle, okay? Um, but you're saying um, you're saying what do you do? So you dip your pinky in the wax, or you cover your pinky in the wax, right? And then it could be another. It could be another finger. Laurie G, but it's the thinnest. What the fuck are fingers. you talking about? I don't never heard of someone who takes a pinky and puts it in wax. You do it, and you put it in the wax. Go and on then you talking lick it. about that. Never thought I'd hear you say that you put your pinky in the wax. It's like laying on your hand and then it falls asleep and then you lick your hand. It's like a different sensation. And here you are on the show with a candle and it's wax. Never knowing how to say that you hate the blacks. What? But if I had to guess it, I guess I always knew. No, no. Where did this You wished go? George Floyd to die. No! And you hate black Asian people too. What? Yeah! How did this happen? Why am I... What? How is this? 
don't you remember on Martin Luther King's birthday, you cheered in the streets. I don't even said know you're glad he's dead. <laughs> I'm ignorant, not don't hateful. Don't you remember when John Lewis died? No. Everybody Stop. else was crying, but not you. You were laughing. I was not. As if someone told a hilarious joke. <laughs> and it seems to me, Laura K, you are most racist all the time. How did me look when my you wanted Ellen generous to be at your funeral? Now maybe it kind of makes sense. You're both white lesbian comedians. Wait, you're trying to. I really lost the train of this <laughs> design. The train has left the station. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what happened. Okay. I think we have to get back to this. All right. Here we go. Oh, my God. We still have 20 minutes left. We've only made it through 14 minutes. And this is the last episode. Oh, wow. Yeah. We've got a lot. We've we've already had a, a bit that went haywire and ended with you singing about me being at a funeral with Ellen DeGeneres. I don't know how I got there. All right, here we go. Grinder profile. You know, updated my grinder profile. <laughs> I mean, this if if you ever meet somebody, a gay man who knows a lot of other gay men in Sydney, it's Honestly, usually <laughs> a, like Fitness vs. King's Cross. You're obviously talking about, but right, like, right. is that not just like Arc Part Two? Sometimes when the gym- what are they talking about? I don't, and I literally have no idea what they're talking about. I'm not even being funny. What I want to know is what. So here's a question I don't think they'll ask, but I don't know why I'm expecting him to answer. Ryan, answer this question. Yeah. What is the stance for gay for gay relationships? Because I know for straight relationships, usually they want you to abstain before marriage. Yes, Lori. It's so funny when he was talking earlier. Thank you for asking that question. That thought ran across my mind earlier. You're right. That is a very, that's an excellent question because you're right. In his, in his, and by the way, in most Christian denominations, I can think of very few who are like, yay, premarital sex, you know? Yeah. But, um. You do it. Yeah. Go, do it now. But definitely Catholicism and evangelicals agree. It's not good to have sex before marriage. You're supposed to channel that air energy into your marriage, you know? Yeah. And so, um, yeah. So if he's going on grinder, that's mm-hmm. not that's not a good thing, right? Yeah, you shouldn't be doing Even that. Some of the more liberal ones who do believe that okay, you can have you know uh, monogamous sex with a partner if you're in a relationship, but I don't think there's any religion that I can think of that's like, yeah, I go out there and fuck anything that walks. Yeah, you know, uh, that's a, that's a healthy thing. Now, once again, I I don't have a problem with that myself morally but just i don't think there's any christian denomination that tells you just go have sex willy-nilly with as many people as possible joe you know what i have a i don't know if you know this but i have a pocket bible oh do you really go ahead now read from that pocket bible laurie all right so Mm -hmm. this is the book of job sure uh i have uh and yay it's it is written jesus says thou shalt have sex with another man if he mm-hmm. is within 500 feet mm-hmm. on your grinder app. Yeah. Yes. I, 
have a, I have a quick question here, Lori. Where did you sense. get where did you get this pocket Bible? Because the Book of Job is in the Old Testament, and Jesus doesn't appear until the New Testament. Uh, I got it from a guy who was selling Bibles and also uh, marbles outside of a Carl's. Yeah, marble and uh, and uh, uh, tobacco water pipes. Yes, <laughs> and uh, uh, he's weirdly he said that the he didn't he he wouldn't accept currency. He just wanted hand jobs. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and you know me. I love yeah. a deal. You do love a deal. But a box of sweaters, you gave a guy a blowjob for a box. You know what's so funny now, Lori? Now that I know you better, because this that story is old as dirt about your love for um, giving blowjobs for a box of sweaters. But yes. But uh, what I would say is now that I know you, and you are such a lesbian. I mean, you are. I mean, Melissa Etheridge calls you a dyke, right? Yeah. And I, I yeah. some would even say I am ham fisted. <laughs> Yet dainty wristed, which is really weird. It's, it's on your <laughs> business card. That's what I have tattooed across my chest. Yeah, ham fisted so. but dainty wristed. Is yeah. I can't imagine you putting a penis in your mouth for nothing. Oh, uh, yeah, no, there would have to be some some kind of monetary, uh, you know. Thing that you know I what's get, really weird so. is let me ask you a question. I'm gonna tell you guys a story. So there was a comedian we knew, named, well, I don't know, maybe Lori still knows him. I haven't talked to him in years. Named Grant Cotter. Okay, and, I haven't talked to him in, in forever, but yeah. he's um he's still touring. With so. what? With who? He does like bands and stuff. Oh really? So he'll do like Lollapalooza. Oh really? That's the, that's the last time I've heard of him. But yeah, he does. He's he's uh he's doing really well. Yeah. So Grant Cotter, and when he was um, uh, doing shows with us, he was 20-nothing years old. You know, he's in his mid-30s now, but he was like 20-nothing years old. He's probably barely 21. Yeah. He's and, like uh, your boyfriend. No, because my boyfriend is not 21, Lori. He's in his 20s. Oh. He's one year older than your boyfriend. Okay. He's in his 20s. Mm-hmm. And, but, if, but you're hitting on a good point, is that he was right in my fucking <laughs> age range, right? So I yeah. thought he was really fucking cute. I was like, ugh, right? And to connect it even more to this story, he looked like a member of Good Charlotte. So <laughs> True, he did. And he wanted to have sex with you really badly, right? No. he was. It was just a joke. We would mm. always joke about that. Mm. Although I will say, he did tell me the grossest thing I've ever heard and stuck with me for, the, for my whole life. Oh, yeah, what is that? Um... I picked him up. I forgot the logistics of it, but I think we were doing a show. I drove him there, but then he stayed to like party with the host and stuff and said mm-hmm. he would take the bus back or something. Mm-hmm. But then he called me and said he needed to get picked up because mm-hmm. there was an issue. Sure. And apparently what happened was is he was partying with some people mm-hmm. uh, with the, the host of the show, the booker of the show and his wife. And then his wife, when the guy was away, made a pass at him mm-hmm. and he, she turned him, he turned her down and then he, she got all upset and the husband got upset. And so he started feeling like, why did the husband unsafe. get upset? It's like the wife then told him that like oh. Grant was the one who made a pass at him or something. Oh, wow. Okay. So he started feeling unsafe. So he like literally was like walking down the street. By the like, way, the host, like, that host, Jerry Falwell Jr. Yes. Yeah. 
So I pick him up. Mm-hmm. I think I was picking up a friend of his too. Mm-hmm. But I, we were driving back. I was driving to drop him off because he lived in like Huntington Beach. Yeah. This was like in the Inland Empire. And uh, he um, he told me that the way that the wife hit on him was mm-hmm. she took his hand and put like shoved it down her pants and mm-hmm. had her feel had him feel her vagina. Okay. And he said that it was like, he goes, it, it felt like sticking your hand in an open balloon filled with potato chips. What? And I was like, that is the grossest the, the, thing I've ever an heard. An open balloon. I've got to run this by my head here. He said it felt like putting your hand in an open balloon. What does that mean, an open balloon? Like a, a balloon that's like not tied off. That's not I what? Guess. Tied off. Like that's not like closed. Okay, and then there's potato chips inside. What was crunchy? I'm assuming some STD that she had. Because they were like, they were probably methods. Oh, were they? Yeah. Now, I want to go back, I want to circle back to what I was talking about, is I was there for a lot of this quote-unquote joking, and I got the sense that it was like a ha-ha joke, but that if you actually ever took him up on it, he would actually really do it. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, he was he he was like a a, a, a slut essentially. He was mm-hmm. a man slut. He yeah. would sleep with any, he slept with this woman who I don't think you ever met her, but she was like she was one of Bill Ward's students, and she mm-hmm. like had like a uh, she had like two children, and like they like started chatting, and mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they were like sleeping together, and he was mm-hmm. just like, yeah, she just told me she wanted to have sex with me. And I was like, all right. And she was like, all right. And then we had sex. And I was like, that's all it took? Like, I was just so shocked by that. But I actually, he actually pretended to be my boyfriend in one of the more embarrassing things I've ever done in my entire life. Which um, is what? I was working mm-hmm. at, uh, oh, fuck, I forgot where I was working. I was working somewhere. Mm-hmm. I th- Oh, I was working at 24-Hour Fitness. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't out yet. And, um... Like on, like uh, people started going like, oh, you know, if you really want to lose weight and get a boyfriend, if you really want to get a boyfriend, you got to lose weight. And I'd be mm-hmm. like, I don't, you know, so not, I don't know why I was just not like, I'm gay, mm-hmm. but I was like, I have a boyfriend. Yeah. So then I like, bay, I pay, literally was like, Grant, I will pay, I'll give you money and I will pay for your dinner if you pretend to be my boyfriend. Because some women from... Uh, that worked at 24 Hour Fitness were coming to see me do a show. Mm-hmm. And so they did, and I introduced them, and it was really awkward and really weird. And um, and then we kissed at the end. What? And, uh, yeah, because I was, I was like, oh, we got to sell it. And Grant was like, okay. And then afterwards I felt really bad because I felt like I kind of, like, forced him. But, uh, yeah, it was really, it was really creepy. I'm sure he, like, is like, oh, yeah, that crazy lady who... Now like, I'm grossed out. Forced me to be a but, but balloon with potato chips didn't do it. But now Lawrence talking about making out with Grant Carter. He's an alcoholic. He was 22 and had his license revoked. He couldn't drive to the comedy shows, so Laura drove him everywhere. Seems to me that's pretty sad when you have no fucking friends. So you're driving 
alcoholics to their open mics. How do you think I got friends? And don't it seem to notice that Grant Card was white. Lori hates black people. Oh my God, why? (laughs) Please stop saying that. I don't want it to become a thing. Not, Not in this day and age. Laura just got arrested for doing graffiti. She was writing Black Lives Matter on the side of a liquor store wall. What people don't notice is she wasn't finished. She was writing Black Lives Matter. And guess if you're an idiot. And it seems to me that Laura thinks all Asians know karate just by being born Asian. That's pretty racist. And she calls Jews bagel lovers. And she made me come to her house so I could do the gardening. Lori Rock Camp is racist. That's what I really mean. You're the one coming up with all these racist things. I'm just, I'm just reporting the facts, Lori. Uh huh. Sure. I'm just reporting facts. Um, all right. I'm bored of the fact that I'm singing these songs and talking about Grant Cotter means that I'm bored of this show already. Not, not, not of, the, not of you. Of uh, like Ryan's not being interesting. All right. Well, let's try thirty more seconds and okay. see if we can. Thirty more seconds of us or thirty more seconds of audio. Of audio. Okay, here we go. I, I'll, I'll, I'll abide by that. Okay, here we go. 30 more seconds of audio. We're at 14.49 now. You know what? We'll do 40 seconds. We'll go to 15.30. All right? Okay. All right, here we go. Jim is so busy. I'm in the I music. I look around and I feel like... It's almost like sober <laughs> arc. Jim is also a really... I mean, anyone who... There are a lot of cuts in this. Like, they, they cut things out. And I want to know what they're cutting out. Cause so they're bizarre cuts. They're probably cutting out... Uh, oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Uh, that's oh, exactly, okay. That's exactly what it is. If you're single, or even if you're not single and looking to meet someone, the gym I is a great place to meet guys. Yeah. Like, are you talking about the showers or? I mean, I'm talking about. I mean, anywhere. that's where <laughs> Will met Andre. Right. You know, <laughs> I have. That's where I met Will. <laughs> right. You guys. That's where I met you. Yes. Actually, we've all met through the gym. Literally. So it's totally. Three. <laughs> <laughs> that's so gross. I mean, there, there's, there's, there, that's the thing is they're laughing about it, but that's so fucking what everybody hates about the Sydney gays. Yeah. And by met, they mean fuck. Do so. you think that they any of them slept with each other? Like, do you think Ryan slept Aww. with Jay? Or, oh, yeah. you do. Okay. I There's am no pro gym as a place to meet guys. Well, friends. well, I think that it's awesome that you've come on here today to tell your story. As a lot of people have grown up in Christian families and that's what I don't really get connect is with like, other people within the LGBT. And that's the 1530 there. But, that, but Lori, that's what I don't get is how they circle back. At, like, it's really Christian and I really, my Christian faith is important to me. Uh, we were fucking in the showers at the gym. I don't get it. And then they go you back know, to religion. It's like a modern, it's a modern, uh, uh, story mm-hmm. and, uh, modern religion. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I just want people to know that, uh, I get regular blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
okay, well, let's call it a day there, Lloyd. This might be the last episode. This might, we might have to revisit this in 2021 if the world is still around. And hopefully when we revisit this, we're doing it in a Biden presidency. Let me just state that for the record. Uh, hopefully. Hopefully. Or you know what would be really great? A Kamala <laughs> presidency. <laughs> I would love it if I would love it if Biden, as soon as he won, would be like, and I retire. All right. On that note, possibly it's not 100 percent. I haven't looked at the schedule. This might be the last episode for the year. But if not, we'll see you next week. If not, we'll see you next year. All right. Goodbye, Lori. Bye. Hey, Jay. Hey, Will. Who do they think they are? I know them from the gym. Leave that Sydney shit at the door. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>